welcome back to another episode of That's Business. Today, we're going to get a little woo-woo here. And what that means is you're going to hear from me, and we're going to talk about letting that shit go. What does that even mean? Everyone says, don't worry about it. All is good. You're fine. Don't worry. It's all good. Think better. Do better. Eat better. Walk better. Think better. But we all have our own shit. We all have the things that keep us up at night. We all have the anxieties we have. We all have the worries, the what ifs, the what should we do. In my experience, and those of you that know me know, I am more of a bold person. I've had people say, wow, I could have never started a podcast or wow, I could have never started a business or wow, I could have never done X, Y, and Z. And I thought the same thing. But what letting that shit go means letting the things go that are not fulfilling you, are not getting you out of bed in the morning excited or feeling thankful or feeling good about whatever that means. Now, if you know my journey, if you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard a thing or two about how I've come to be or come to be this individual. Now, starting this business, starting this podcast, I never thought this was possible. You may say, well, why, Angela? It seems pretty easy. You make it sound so easy. It's not. If high school me could look at where I am now, it'd be someone completely different. I used to be someone that was very fear-based. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to dress the wrong way. I don't want to not be cool, so to say. We all have those same worries in high school, right? But I've learned over the years to just let that shit go. When it comes to relationships, I never, ever, ever thought that the whole if they wanted to, they would was a real thing until I met my partner. In my previous relationships, it was always making me feel bad for wanting the bare minimum or wanting things and communicating that I felt I was crazy. If they wanted to, they would. He's my biggest supporter. He's the one that stays up just to hear the sound of my voice. He's the one that comes to my events, that shares my events, that tells people about me and is so proud of me and actually listens. You have to find a partner that understands you and gets you. What's perfect for one person is not perfect for the other. Are you happy and excited? Are you filled with anxiety and worry? Look at your relationships. Friendships. People that support you. The fun entrepreneurial journey is something that is very, how do we say this? Brings out the real ones. When you start your own business, there's a lot of late nights. There's a lot of weekend work. There's a lot of have to do what it takes. You find the people that support you that are like, yeah, that's what I want to hear or share the podcast or listen to it without you even asking them to. Those are the real friends. The beautiful part about this journey is you find out who the people are that support you. You'll find complete strangers supporting you more than your own family. You'll find what you really need to feel loved. It's more of a breakup period where You thought some of your best, closest friends would support you and be those ride or die. And sometimes those ride or die people end up being some of your newest friends. Letting those friendships go. Now, if you've been friends with someone 20, 30, 40, 50 years and you're like, well, they're not really fulfilling me anymore. You have to let them go. I always say check your energy when you're with people. What I mean by your energy is how do you feel leaving that interaction? Do you feel empowered? I like to say, if I feel like I can run a marathon, which your girl is not a runner, that's a good interaction. If I feel I can take on new challenges or I feel inspired, I feel appreciated, I feel proud. Those are the people I want to surround myself with. 
And how you can get away from this is if they are operating on the sense of making you feel bad or guilt. Oh, you haven't texted me. You haven't asked about that. You don't care about me. We're all adults and we're all freaking busy. You need to let that shit go. If you can re-engage in conversations and have those relationships that maybe it is once a month, maybe it is quarterly, but whatever works for you in your life, that's what you need. When it comes to employees, I'm so passionate on this. Your employees make or break your business. Well, Angela, how can you trust employees? I don't trust them. If you don't have trust in your own employees to get the job done, why did you hire them to begin with? If you operate that I do it better than everyone else, you're not going to go anywhere and you're going to have very smart people quit. When it comes to employees, you have to have ones that vibe with each other. You have to have ones that treat your business as if it's their own. They care about it just as much as you. They want to see success. They want to see what's going to be the next thing. And if there's a bad egg, one of the bad employees, people don't leave bad companies. They mostly leave bad managers. That one person can cause an absolute wave of panic, can cause people to max exodus out and just leave a company. You holding on to your own beliefs and getting over your own pride just because you hired that person and you don't want to look bad, you end up looking worse by not firing them or letting them go. You got to let that shit go. My last job, we had someone that needed to be let go. He was bad. No one really had respect for him. He was rude to everyone. It was awful environment. Six people, six people in the almost three years I was there either got fired or let go or they quit, I should say, all because of this one person. Now you look at that and you say, well, why wouldn't the organization just let him go? Well, they did five years later, but they didn't want to set aside their pride and admit that they made a mistake. And that cost them exceptional talent. We talk about this in leadership. We talk about this as what does it mean to be a leader or this whole buzzword of transformational leadership and what does that really even mean? Does anyone know what it really means? But we have this own fear in ourselves of not being good enough or maybe I should do this different or maybe I should have said something different or maybe I should have fixed this interaction or changed it in a different way. But we have this fear that's never going to go away. My own journey of self-growth is listening to my own podcasts. I don't listen to it because I hate the sound of my voice, but I've been going through it from episode one and listening to it and understand that, hey, I'm really not too bad at this. And we have this ongoing fear of not being good enough or fearing the absolute worst for no reason. But if we take the time, who told you that? Who told me my podcast isn't good? The downloads certainly don't say that. Or my other people that have said, hey, this is great. I'm really inspired from this podcast. But if we take the step back to say, who told us that? Or why do we have that negative self-talk? We will learn so much more. Something, and this is not meant to come off as, oh, I'm tooting my own horn here, but toot toot. I've been called bold multiple times. I've been told you have confidence. You're a very confident individual. And I never see myself as someone that is really confident. But lately, and especially over the last year, I have built confidence because the worst thing has already happened to me. I used to sit back. I used to not say what I believe or my thoughts. I know that's crazy for those of you that know me. But I took the time and I said, I don't want to say this because I don't want to get fired. I don't want to say X in case someone doesn't like it. 
I don't want to post my beliefs in case it offends. And when I ended up finding myself fired, I said, what was the point? I wasted almost three years keeping myself in or not being bold and taking the leap to start the resume rescue full time. But the worst thing already happened. I mean, I've come through, I've ended a relationship I thought was going to be the end goal. I sold my house I thought I'd stay in forever. I had to move back home at one point. I've had medical issues. I've had different issues. And the worst thing has already happened. At the end of the day, I still have my health. I still have good friends. I still have a lot going. The worst thing in my head was getting fired. And when that happened, it was like, oh, this really isn't that big of a deal. That's my message to you. You got to let that shit go. I'm working on it. I'm still a work in progress, but letting that shit go has made space for more opportunities, more engagements with people, more connection. And I'm just so thrilled for what the future holds. Now think about this yourself. Take a step back and I want you to either write it down or think about it on your drive in the morning over coffee, whatever that may be. But what gives you energy? What gets you up in the morning or puts you to bed at night or a little bit of everything in between? What gives you energy? And if that something doesn't give you energy, let that shit go. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, the Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone, but here at the Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.